What's up, guys? How are we? Welcome to a beautiful shit show podcast where we unpack the chaos and beauty that is the human experience. My name is Elizabeth Haney, aka Biz, and I am your host. So this is episode number three and my very first solo episode, minus the little intro episode I did announcing the podcast. If you haven't listened to that yet, it was published on July 7th. Shouldn't be too hard to find because there's only four of them on here at this point. But I shared how I ended up here and what my vision and plan is for this podcast. So go take a listen if you haven't yet. But a big plan for this podcast is that one to two times a month, I'm going to be sharing personal life stories, experiences, and lessons that I have learned so far in this lifetime. It is very important to me that I remain as authentic and vulnerable as possible in order to bring true validation and connection to those who are listening. So back in January of this year, January 7th to be exact, I had a massive wake-up call and something that I would even consider a spiritual awakening. This was a pivotal moment in my life that shifted my mindset drastically and has been incredibly freeing and something that I would like to share with you guys. Okay, so a little backstory for you guys. New Year's Eve 2022, I found myself yet again completely and utterly disappointed and shattered by a romantic relationship I was in blowing up in my face. (laughs) I won't go into super detail here about what happened. I actually wrote about it a little further on my blog, something that you can read on my website, www.abeautifulshitshow.com. I do go into a little further detail, but I leave certain specifics out. While I do want to remain as authentic and vulnerable as I can, I want to make sure that I'm still respecting the privacy of others and I don't want this podcast to be turning into any sort of gossip, podcast, column, forum, whatever. (laughs) This is not Gossip Girl. This is not Sex and the City. Two shows that are very near and dear to my heart, but I'm not trying to emulate by any means. So anyways, like I said, I went into detail and you can read that on my blog, but I will always try to remain as respectful as I can to other people involved in my life by remaining slightly vague. So anyways, it's New Year's Eve. And I found myself just absolutely distraught and destroyed over a relationship that I generally thought was going to be something pretty significant in my life. It wasn't anything massive, if we're being honest. It was a situationship that lasted way longer than it should have. And I was blinded by pretty words and talks of a future together, despite actions not matching. So actions over words, people. Make sure the words being spoke to you are kind and loving, of course, but be certain that's not the only thing you're holding on to. Pay attention to what people do, not what they say. So the following day, January 1st, 2023, New Year, baby. And I am disproportionately upset to the situation at hand. Based off of how hard I was sobbing, you would have thought that I had just gotten a phone call that every single person in my life that I love and care about passed away at once. I was destroyed. Just glued to my couch, could not move, sobbing hysterically, could not get it together, acting like my life was ending. And not to discredit myself for the pain that I was feeling. Because any sort of pain that's caused by emotional distress sucks. It hurts. Heartbreak hurts. No matter how long you were with someone, if it was a short-term relationship, long-term relationship, situationship, whatever. It is painful. We all know this. But In hindsight, I'm able to now recognize that this moment was honestly just the tipping point. I had been through so much that year, and this was just the cherry on top. It was full crash and burn. All of these emotions that I had been fostering inside of me for over a year came flooding out of me at once, and I was exhausted from it all. So 
I'll forgive myself for the level of the meltdown that didn't quite match the situation at hand. <laughs> so fast forward a few days to January 5th, my mom comes to visit. She walks through my apartment door and within 30 seconds, I fall back into my breakdown that I had been in off and on for the last five days. I tell her the whole story, sobbing hysterically the entire time. And I pulled it together after about 30 minutes and I swear to her that I wouldn't be bringing it up the rest of the trip. And this did not last. I think I think I brought it up four to five times a day the entire trip. I'm sorry, mom. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Sometimes you just need to talk shit out, you know? So anyways, a couple of days later, it's January 7th. My son was with his dad that evening. So my mom and I planned an evening out in the city, just the two of us. We had dinner at my restaurant, a delicious steak dinner with a variety of fine wine, and we ended the evening at the opera. We got super fancy. This was my first time at the opera, and I had bought a ticket to see Fedora, which, if you're not familiar, is a Italian opera written in the late 1800s. Now, I don't speak Italian, so at dinner I decided to do a little research on the storyline so I could at least understand a little further on what we were watching ahead of time. So we're sitting at dinner, and I Google... Fedora Opera Synopsis, and the first thing I read is this, and I found it again so I could read it to you guys. <clears throat> Princess Fedora, who is to marry the Count the following day, arrives and sings of her love for him, unaware that the dissolute Count has betrayed her with another woman. <laughs> now, there's much more to the story, but upon reading this, I just broke out into laughter. I was fucking dying, like manically laughing at our dinner table <laughs> and I read it out loud to my mom and then said something along the lines of it's just a tale as old as time isn't it it's the same story being told over and over and over again heartbreak and betrayal always and between bites of my occasion ribeye I went into deep thought mode about this that this one thing this one aspect of life is really causing us to lose our fucking minds. Now, like I said before, heartbreak and a loss of a romantic partner is painful. And it truly is such a big part of the human experience. And I do not mean to take away from this at all. But this is not the point of my conversation with y'all today. So we're told that love is the most important thing in this life. And it is 100% without a doubt. I do not doubt that in the slightest. I do know this to be true. Because without love, we wouldn't exist. It is the life force that feeds our souls and keeps us moving. But here's the thing. So many of us limit love to romantic love. And we feel like if we are without, that somehow our life is lacking. That if we're not in a relationship or don't have a partner, that we don't have love at all, which is so far from the truth. It surrounds us and can be found everywhere we look. We already have it because we are it. It is our entire essence and what we were created on. Now, I have been in and out of relationships since I was 14. A few long-term relationships, many, many situationships, and periods in between where I was without any sort of romantic interest at all. But I had allowed the status of these relationships and how these boys and men felt about me to dictate how I felt about my entire life. I recognize this one thing as love, and chased after it as if there wasn't already an endless supply of love available to me outside of this. If things in my relationships weren't going well, it was all bad. <laughs> if a relationship ended, the world was ending. But if things were good and I felt adored and was given affection, I was on a high that couldn't be touched. 
I was feeling, quote unquote, the love that we are told is all that mattered and what this life was about and was completely ignoring everything else in this life. Now, I want to be very clear with you guys. I am not a cynic and I refuse to become one. And believe me, I have every reason to be. I have yet to be in a healthy relationship. I have absolutely no idea what that would look like for me. I am now an expert on what a relationship shouldn't be as I have allowed myself to be wildly mistreated over the years and can now very confidently share on what's okay and what's not. We'll save that for a later episode. But I do know that healthy and loving relationships exist as I have witnessed them between loved ones in my life. And I would love to experience that one day. I am fully open to it if it comes to me. But here's the thing. If it doesn't, it's not the end of the world. (laughs) There are a million other things in this life that we get to do and experience outside of having a romantic partner. There's millions of books to read, new food to eat, people to meet, music to listen to, and new places to explore, sports to watch, concerts to attend, gardens to plant, animals to love and care for, and pastries to eat. So many chocolate croissants out in the world that are just waiting for me. Phone calls to make to loved ones, Saturday brunches to have with your friends, and for me... A lifetime of adventures waiting for my son and I. The list goes on and on and on. And guess what? All of this, love is there. You think your favorite professional athlete plays their sport because they kind of like it? Nah, they fucking love it. And you get to witness that. Or your favorite music artist. Their lyrics have come from their soul. Their own personal poetry from the love and pain in their heart that they share with the world. And you get to attend their concert with thousands of like-minded people. That's love. Or how about the local bakery in your neighborhood or town? I'm lucky to have quite a few where I live, one of my favorite parts of living in the city. That baker did not open his little shop because he was bored. They love what they do, and they have a gift, and they get to share it with you in the form of pastries and baked goods. And that's love. And above all, go look at the moon, the stars, the trees, smell the flowers in your yard, and maybe pick up a bouquet from your local florist. All of the beauty in this natural world was created through love, and we get to experience it. It is there for you, always. Now listen, again, heartbreak is hard. It can fucking rock you. Feeling lonely is hard, this I know. But before you allow this one thing, this one part of this life to dictate how this whole experience is going for you, don't forget to look around and see the endless supply of experiences and love that is available to you. Well, that's all I have for you guys today. Thank you so much for listening. If this resonated with you at all, or you think that someone in your life could hear this message, feel free to share. Oh, and side note, we didn't actually end up seeing Fedora because I bought tickets for the wrong day. Uh, (laughs) We rolled up to Lincoln Center and the lady scanning the tickets was like, ooh, no. (laughs) But the lady in the ticket booth was nice enough to give us the last tickets to see the Magic Flute, which was incredible. The opera is so cool and something I would love to go back to. I have been searching for a reason to wear a formal gown for so long, and I realized after getting there that this was my answer. So if anyone is interested, we can get a crew and go to a nice New York City dinner and end the evening in gowns and tuxes at the opera. I am 100% game. All right, guys. Well, thank you again. I will be seeing you next Friday. We'll talk soon. Bye.